God, our undivided attention. Go ahead. If you believe the word of God you've already heard, worship God with all your heart. Somebody let your faith worship right now. Let your worship reflect your faith right now. This is how much I believe it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God. I believe that is right in line with what I felt God dealing with me about today. I believe there's somebody that what Pastor just said was all you needed, and that healing has already taken place. For some people, the word of faith is enough. I believe that already somebody just got healed right now. While he yet spake the word, the Holy Ghost fell on them that heard the word. They didn't wait till the preacher got done. They said, that's enough for me. I want it. Take that, devil. Faith is greater than doubt. Faith is greater than the doctor's report. Some people, you've got to take a lot of convincing because doubt's been holding on to you for so long. The spirit of fear's been holding on to you for so long. It's about time that Pentecost takes authority over the spirit of fear. You're the preacher tonight. We got to take authority over the spirit of fear. God is in control. And God has the final word. Acts 16 and 16. It ain't going to take me long to do what I believe God wants to do in this service tonight. As a matter of fact, it's as a matter of how long it takes you to decide, and right now is my moment. Praise God. There are some chains that have already been broken in this service. Acts 16, 16 came to pass as we went to prayer. Certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought our masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. This did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, and he was come out the same hour. When our masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone. That proves right there the world don't care about you. They care about what they can get out of you. When they saw they couldn't use her for what they wanted anymore, they got upset. They caught Paul and Silas and drew them to the marketplace to the rulers and brought them to the magistrates saying, These men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. And teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, 
being Romans. Our world would have said it was hate speech. And the multitude rose up together against them. The magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Let me just tell you right here. Anytime it feels like hell is fighting you harder than you've ever been fought, that's a good time to start looking around because that means God's about to do something. When you feel like you're in the inner prison and your feet are in stocks and you're trying to figure out how in the world did I get here, it's a good time to start looking what's God about to do. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open. I think we missed the impact of that last statement. Let's read it again. And immediately all the doors were open. And everyone's bands were loosed. One prayer meeting opened all doors. God, I feel the Holy Ghost screaming to somebody today. This is going to be your anthem tonight. Not one more day in the prison house. That could have been enough for somebody right there. Not one more day in the prison house. Lift our hands. They're still running the aisles. God's working a miracle for the three of them right now. Lift your voice and let's begin to pray that God's perfect will would be done in this house. Come on, pray like you really mean it right now. Hallelujah, I feel something already breaking loose in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, sister, God sees it, God's opening doors. Go ahead, you run the aisles in the devil's face. Praise God, praise God. Anybody feel the power of the Holy Ghost in the building right now? Hallelujah. 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 You can be seated for the next few moments if you can. I'm here to help somebody walk away from some of the things that God has already broken open for you. I've come to this pulpit to help lift somebody up in this building tonight. I've come to help some people take authority over their feet so they can walk out of some stuff that you should have walked out of a long time ago. It's time to just come out of some stuff. It's time to quit tolerating certain things. It's time to quit playing with it. It's time to quit stressing over it. It's time to quit weeping over it. It's time to quit weighing it out. It's just time to come out. It's just time to say, I'm leaving it here. I believe there are some old locks on some doors that God is ready to break through those rusty locks and kick the doors off the hinges and say, we're going to unlock some spiritual prisons 
that people have been living in for too long. My people have got the Holy Ghost. I've given them power. I've given them life-giving power. And I didn't give it for them to be bound by any spirit, any devil, any fear. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I curse the spirit of suicide. I curse the spirit of doubt. I curse the spirit of bondage that becomes a recurring cycle. I curse the recurring up and down. I curse the back and forth. I curse the in and out of the prison house. I've come to tell you, you can't get caught up with prison cell mentality. You've got to get something in you that says, I don't belong in the prison. I don't belong to be depressed. This is not what God created. She's getting a victory right now. This is not what God created me to do. He didn't give me the Holy Ghost, Pastor Aaron Mayo, just for me to live life for God, bound by oppressive spirits. But he that the Son hath set free is not free a little bit, is not free some of the way, but is free indeed. If you believe it, clap in your hands and worship God. Somebody that ain't praised God in the dance in years uh, ought to move your feet for just a moment and praise God in the dance like the Bible says. Is there a David in the house that's running from Saul but says, I'm still going to believe God's got a plan and God's in the midst of this? I curse prison cell mentality. Uh, You know what prison cell mentality is? Uh, It's people that have been incarcerated uh, for such a long period of time uh, that they don't even remember what freedom felt like. Uh, They have become so accustomed to prison life. Uh, They go to the cell. They go to the lunch table. They go to the yard. uh, They go back to the cell. Uh, It's all that they've known, and they've just resigned themselves. This is going to be my way of life. Uh, But then somehow, the judge lets them out on good behavior and they come out of that gate and they're looking around and they don't know how to function with liberty because it's been so long since they've been able to do what they wanted to do have the freedom to choose that I have read stories of people actually committing more crimes just so they could go back to prison because that's where they were comfortable at I refuse to allow hell to get us in the prison cell mentality when it comes to living for God. I don't want to be bound by depression for so long that I don't know how to handle peace. I don't want to be bound by bondage so long that I don't know how to handle blessing. But hey, God, if you're going to deliver anybody... I want out. I want out. I'm not going to let the devil lock me up. The hell is trying to lock up your joy. Hell is trying to lock up your peace. Hell is trying to lock up your faith. He wants to lock your mind down. He wants to lock your emotions down. He wants to lock your worship down. But it's not the will of God that his people are living in a prison while they've got the Holy Ghost. He said you are to be the head and not the tail. You're to be above only and never beneath. You're not supposed to be discouraged. You're not supposed to. 
Is this too simple tonight? It ain't simple enough because we've got too many people that are living with a spirit of discouragement. You're not supposed to be depressed. You're not supposed to be fearful. I've got the Holy Ghost. I'm not in the prison. I've got joy. I've got peace. I've got deliverance. Somebody that don't feel like you've got deliverance ought to worship God anyhow. Because there's something that happens when you begin to lift your voice. Come on, we're going to break the cycle tonight. We're going to silence the enemy tonight. Go ahead, somebody do what your soul is telling you to do right now. to be living with the most victory prison cell mentality i might get out for a little while but it never lasts the devil is a liar the devil is a liar we need to quit letting other people control our emotions We need to quit letting our family members control our emotions. We need to quit letting stuff that's happening in life control our spiritual emotions. Somewhere you got to realize, in the midst of hell fighting me, that must mean God's up to something. Because if I'm getting whips on my back and I'm getting thrown in a jail cell, God ain't putting me here to torture me. God ain't putting me here to beat me. God's putting me here because I'm about to see God move like I've never seen him move before. I've never seen prison doors open. I've never seen chains fall off of a wrist, but I'm about to see God do it because I wouldn't be dealing with what I'm dealing with if God wasn't about to do something in my life that I've never seen him move. Hey, hell doesn't fight who he's not scared of, but if hell's fighting you, that ought to put some faith in you. Hell thinks I'm worth fighting for. The devil thinks I've got enough clout with God that he's fighting me. Brother, God's on your side. God's on your side. On their way to prayer, devil, spirit of divination showed up and started disrupting what they were doing. Hell thought, I'll stop them before they get to their prayer meeting. But you don't realize about Holy Ghost-filled people yet, devil, is we'll pray anywhere. I may not have made it to the church to pray, but I can pray in my car. I can pray in my living room. I'm going to pray wherever I'm at, devil. If you think that you're going to get me so messed up that I'm going to neglect the thing that gives me power over you. You hear this preacher right now. Never let the devil control your prayer time. Never let hell determine your prayer life. If I'm in the prison, I'm praying. If I'm in the church, I'm praying. If things are bad, I'm praying. It's not time to give up on God. It's time to pray like I've never prayed before. This is the deal. They're sitting there chained up. Before you can have a chain-breaking, door-opening move of the Holy Ghost, you've got to have chain-breaking, door-opening prayer and praise. God's going to meet you at the level of your prayer life. 
They realize you can chain my hands, you can chain my feet, but you didn't cover my mouth, devil, and that's where you've messed up. Let everything that has breath. When I need a chain-breaking move of God, it ain't time to keep my mouth closed in pre-service prayer meeting. It ain't time to sit there with my arms folded when pastor says there's a healing in the house. When I need chain-breaking moves of God, it ain't time for whisper sessions. It ain't time for mumble sessions. It ain't time to be arrogant. It ain't time to be prideful. It ain't time to say, I'm not going to do it just because he told me to do it. Forget all that nonsense. Let your pride die. When I need a chain-breaking door open and move of the Holy Ghost, it ain't time to point fingers. It ain't time to complain. It's time to lift your voice and say, God, you're still good. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. God, when hell's fight. I want to know, is there anybody that needs a chain-breaking, door-opening move of God that's in this building? Somebody lift your voice and begin to worship God at the level that you want God to move in your life right now. Come on, Paul. What do you need? What do you need? You've got to get to the level that you want God to move. I've got backslidden family members. And I may be in the prison house, but I'm not going to live in the prison house. My God, I feel chains falling off right now. I feel old doors swinging open and falling off the hinges right now. I feel that old spirit of depression. I feel that old spirit of doubt. I feel that heaviness. My God, it's breaking. It's breaking. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, I can preach another hour, or you can feel the Holy Ghost uh, and say, I'm going to have a chain-breaking, door-opening move of the Holy Ghost right where I'm at. Because uh, you don't understand the hell I'm fighting. Uh, you don't understand the stuff hell's doing to me. Uh, if you need a chain-breaking, door-opening move of God, uh, put your prayer to what you need right now. praising me in the prison. Uh, Somebody's singing to me in the prison. Let me get down there. Get these chains out of my way. Get this door out of my way. They're not going to live in this prison another day. They're not staying here. I'm going to save their babies. I'm going to break the spirit of fear. I curse the spirit of fear over your house. I curse the spirit of fear about your children. I curse the spirit of fear about your physical health. The devil is a liar. I'm not dying in the prison of fear. I'm not dying in the prison of worry. God has got it all under control. God has got it all. My God, go, 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 go.
I curse the prison of excuses. I curse the prison of pride. I curse the prison of complacency. I curse the prison of carnality. I curse the prison of bitterness. I curse the prison of denial. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I hear a door breaking open right now. I feel the spirit of peace lifting the spirit of doubt right now. Somebody let God replace the spirit of faith, the spirit of fear, with a gift of faith. Let God replace the spirit of fear with a gift of faith. Let God begin to lift your head up. Brother Cox, this hasn't been very deep. You don't need deep. You need a breakthrough. Brother Cox, this wasn't revelatory. It was revelatory for somebody. You need a breakthrough. You need God to do something. You need God to shake some stuff. It's happening right now. As I said at the beginning of this message, when Pastor Mayo said there's healing in this house, he was in the Holy Ghost. And when he said that, that was enough for some people. And what I've already preached, as you can see, has been enough for some people. But what bothers me, and I've watched it happen in every church I've ever been in. I've never been in a service where I have not seen this take place. But I'd like for tonight to be the first. Because there are going to be miracles that are going to birth testimonies from this service tonight. I feel no fear in saying what I just said. There are going to be testimonies birthed in these altars tonight. That this simple old message about not staying one more day in the prison was all it took for somebody to say, you know what? I've been here long enough. But what bothers me is the Bible makes it clear that everyone's bands were loosed and every door in the prison house was open. You hear the preacher loud and clear? It was not just the worshippers' bands that were loosed by the name of Paul. It was not just Silas's prison door that was open. But when the two men started praying and creating an atmosphere of faith, God said, I'm going to open every door in this building. I'm going to break every chain off of everybody in the building. I'm telling you, you can't ever take a service off. When it comes to church, if you're the only one worshiping, worship by yourself. Because when he gets two people that are in the house of God, it starts opening doors for everybody. It opens doors for the drug addict. It opens doors for the visitor. It opens chains for the struggler. You may just feel like it's only me and Silas singing. It's only me and Paul praying. But look out. He's about to open the doors for backsliders. He's about to... Those of you that are already getting your breakthrough, keep praying. But here's what I've got to preach to you. I need 30 seconds, and then we're going to see God move. What bothers me is that he broke open every door. He broke open every chain. Why was it only the jailer that got deliverance? 
somewhere in your prison house. You've got to lift your hand and say, God, if you're going to open this door and if you're going to break the chain, deliver me too. God will open the door, but God won't drag you out. You've got to stand up and say, wait a minute. God didn't just come for the jailer. He came for all the prisoners. He didn't just come for the jailer. He came for everybody that had chains. And in this service right now, every chain that was on anybody in this building is broken right now. Every door that was closed on people is wide open right now. But God will not drag you out. You're going to have to stand up, shake the open chain off your wrist, and walk out of your prison cell and say, here I am, God. I want you to do that right now. Every voice lifted, every head in the air, every eye closed, nobody looking at me, pray, pray. God, I'm coming out. God, every chain is broken. Every door is open. I'm coming out, and I'm getting deliverance. Don't spend one more day in the prison house. God has the door open now. Come out. Go. Go. Pray till you feel like God's touching your lost family. Pray till you feel healing, miraculous virtue in your body. Pray till you get victory over that spirit of fear. Pray. Pray. The door's open. There's no change on anybody. There's no doors that are shut. Are you going to come out or not? Come on. Some of you are still sitting in the jail cell waiting for the jailer to come lock the door again. Come on. God said, I opened every door. There's not one chain on anybody tonight. God has opened every door and broken every chain in this building. Now he's standing there saying, Doors open. What are you going to do? Chains are down. What are you going to do? Don't just sit there until you get locked back up in your prison of fear. Get up and say, I'm coming out. I'm done. Today is deliverance day for everybody. Everybody. Nobody leaves and goes back to the prison. Go. Go. Everybody pray. Everybody worship. Everybody lift your hands. Everybody pray to you speak in tongues. Everybody, the door is open. No, no, no. Don't pray, God, open the door. It's open. You don't have to pray, God, take the chains off of me. They're already gone. He said, I've already done it. I did it in pre-service prayer meeting. But you're so used to being bound, you didn't even realize it. He said, I already did it when the first song was sung. But he's just saying, why don't you get up and say, this is it. This is it. Not one more day in the prison house. The chains are gone. Come on, I hear a shaking happening in the Holy Ghost. Come on, does anybody feel that? 
I hear the sound of a rushing wind sweeping through the building right now. I feel the spirit of faith lifting off the heaviness. I feel the faith, the gift of faith overcoming the voice of fear. Come on, let it rise. Let it lift off of you right now. Let God replace doubt with belief. Let God replace fear with faith. Let God help you overcome it right now. The chains are gone. The chains are broken. Lift your voice and get victory in the Holy Ghost. You don't stop till the tears run down your face. You don't stop till you're speaking in tongues. You don't stop till you're drunk in the Holy Ghost. Come on. The door is open. Take advantage of it. Make a vow to God. Not one more day will I ever come back and be bound by this again. I'm going to tell you, the Holy Ghost has been all over me ever since I came into this building tonight. And God is here to remove old things. I have prayed for several people, and I keep feeling that over and over and over. God is here to remove old things, things that we have just accepted, things that we have just left alone, things that we have learned to accept. God is here to say, no, 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 no. It's coming out. It's coming off. Somebody lift your voice and pray. That old mentality's got to go. Those old strongholds have got to go. That negative self-perception's got to go. That negative self-image has got to go. It's got to go in Jesus' name. Somebody praise him. I'll tell you what, let's do. Everybody hook up with somebody. Brother to brother and sister to sister. Everybody link up with somebody. Put your arm around somebody. We're going to pray. We're going to start a prayer chain right now. All it takes is one person that chain to get the victory. All it takes is one person. What he was preaching tonight, as soon as Paul and Silas got the victory and said, we might be in a place we don't like, but you ain't going to stop my praise. You ain't going to stop my victory. You ain't going to keep me from praying. You ain't going to. Come on, Paul. Pray. Come on, Silas. takes is one person to get loose and they all get loose. My God, there it is. Let that rise. Come on, come on. Come on, lift your voice a little higher. There it is. Come on, let's blow the roof off this place. Take that devil. I will not leave tonight saying the jailer was the only one delivered. I'm one of the prisoners. My chains are off. I've got deliverance also. My God, go, go, go. Let it go. Somebody do what your soul is telling you to do. Let the gifts of the Spirit work. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Somebody respond the way your soul is telling you to respond. Break it. Break it. Break through. I can see the light of day. I'm going to keep it up. I can hear chains coming off. I may not be out of this yet, but I can feel something's happening. 
Come on, mama, if you'll get loose, eventually your backslidden children will get loose. Come on, daddy, if you'll get loose. Somebody in the midnight hour has got to say, I don't like where I'm at. I don't like what it looks like. I don't like what it smells like. I don't like what it feels like. But I'm going to go to God. These chains aren't going to stop me. These walls aren't going to stop me. Nothing is going to stop me. If you're free, do something. People that are bound can't move. People that are bound can't lift their voice. People that are bound can't lift their hands. People that are free. Yes! Some of you are freer than you think. It's our thinking. Your thinking says, I got to feel something. You ain't got to feel nothing. You got to know something. I know my Redeemer limeth. I know my God is with me. Come on, somebody. You're freer than you think. Devil, I'm not in a cage. I don't know who this is for tonight. Many, 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 many years ago, I was just a rookie evangelist. I was preaching in Manteca, California. And uh, in that revival, there was a couple that was there. And a man came up to me and said, my wife, she can't get pregnant. I don't, think I'd, I don't even think I'd been preaching longer than six months, full-time evangelist. We laid hands on her and just prayed a simple prayer, Brother John Gray. Nobody running the aisles. Brother Charles, nobody doing a holy roll on the carpet. Just a simple prayer, believe in Jesus. They invited me to come back about, I don't know how long it was, not much, maybe a year later. They had twins. God is able. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're at. But throw your hands in the air and say, God, if you did it for them, I believe you can. No miracle was ever designed to stand by itself, but it's supposed to breed faith from faith to faith and victory to victory. Throw your hands in the air and believe God. If you believe it, do something. If you think he can, and God knows he can, that's all it takes. 
It's done. Come on, somebody, let it go. Come on, it's party time. It's Holy Ghost time. It's Brother Nate Appy, I want you to lift your hands right now. We're going to pray for you right now. I feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. Lift your hands by the authority of the name of Jesus. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations were shaken. God, by the authority of the name of Jesus, your power, your spirit, your promises, your word is true. We believe it through and through without any shadow of turning in Jesus' name. It's done. Well, I didn't feel anything. It doesn't matter. You ain't got to feel nothing. You may wake up tomorrow and run around the block. Brother Cox, I don't know if it was me or God, but you are one of the most essential evangelists on the field today. And as long as you're in the Northwest, I want you to feel like this is home. You ain't got to have permission to do anything. You just come. I know what God will do for this church if we'll take care of the prophet. I don't care what your needs are. Uh, If you're tired, come on home. If you need rest, come on home. If you need an offering, come on home. Clap your hands and... My Lord, I'm fixing to take authority over some things in this service tonight. Some of you have let the spirit of darkness think that Christianity is a joke and pushed you around and let your wife do all the praying and let your wife do all the sacrifice and let your wife do all the believing. A church like this takes some getting used to. Now, for those of you out there that are thinking, I'm getting ready to brag, there is no brag. If I'm going to do any bragging, it's on God. But you got to hear, you got to hear the words that God put in my mouth. There's a lot of people that don't feel like they're ready for this because of the sustained intensity. Pentecost has accepted mediocrity. They have not embraced their end time responsibility to show forth the power and the glory and the supernatural of our great God. We've almost learned to coexist with the American dream, with a mediocre Pentecostalism, thinking that that's all God can do. Honey, We haven't even seen a drop of what the God that spoke the universe. But this church, I believe, has been called of God. What we are doing tonight is we are not just getting free for ourselves. There is an entire region that is looking for real power, real revival, and real supernatural power. Well, if you're an apostle big shot, what are you doing in a prison? You got all that fancy education and all that Acts chapter 9 stuff. 
What are you doing in stocks and bonds? Sorry. You all right? You okay? He doesn't know. I'm sorry. I think I stepped on his hand. God, touch him in Jesus' name. If you're a big shot, what are you doing in the inner prison? With a bunch of Roman Gentiles watching over you. If you're a so-called Christian, how come we got all these issues? Because God needs somebody to show how to get out. When they threw Daniel in a lion's den, he said, I know how to pray. When they threw the Hebrew boys in a fire, they said, I know how to dance. When they put Jesus in the grave, he preached his way out of hell and led captivity out of captivity. When they put an apostolic in prison, he said, that's okay. I know how to praise. I know how to pray. You stand there if you want. Somebody go ahead and give God the praise. God is sick and tired of people looking for a book report. They can't pray their way out of a paper bag. God's got to have churches. God specifically called churches all over the United States. To demonstrate his power and his promises. Not so they can be lifted up with pride and get some organizational position and show themselves off. You can ask Sister Mayo. I have turned down more things. I, I, I don't even show up in places. Because I don't want none of it. This is what I'm after. You're what's important to me. God is what is important to me. Bringing the city to its knees under the power of God is what Rick Mayo is all about. End time, real revival is what Rick Mayo is all about. The God of the Bible being made manifest is what I'm all about. God has always looked for out-of-the-box thinkers. While people read the Bible as a history book and say, well, this is what God used to do. You're under the shadow of a pulpit that believes that that is what God can do. There are people, I'm telling you, in the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. I was in the Spirit of God ever since I got on this property today. There are people flocking. I can't even tell you how the numbers are, but God's leading them. God's going to orchestrate this thing. What we're going to be talking about in the next week is the fact that we need to start being forward thinking. And I'm not here, I'm not putting this down. The church has done great. We've, we've outgrown this building in five years. But we need to start thinking about the next building. There are a lot of you that started there are a lot of you that started attending Cornerstone while we were in this very facility. But now it's going to be your time to sacrifice for the people that we have not yet seen. With every single building program that we've been, this is our fourth building. It took that group of people sacrificing. For those of you that were in the third building, I want you to lift your hand right now. You were in the building on Broadway. 
Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Thank you for sacrificing for all of these that are here tonight. And uh, I talked to our real estate agent two weeks ago. She said, Pastor, I'm still working with the Hunt brothers. That's Huntwood Cabinets. They're, they're four brothers. She sold every one of them a house. They're all millionaires, gazillionaires. One of them visited this church our second week in this building. He said, man, it's, it feels good here. I'm glad to be here, but I'm playing hooky for my church. I said, you just play hooky anytime you want to. If you won't say nothing, I won't either. But we need to start getting our house in order because when God opens that door, we're going to need to walk through that door. You see, this is where being a visionary, it's uncomfortable because it challenges our present to move into things that we don't yet see. But what you got to understand is how many people have grandkids here? How many people have grandkids that are under the age of 12? Lift your hand. This building, we're turning this into a Christian academy. Right in the face of every lying devil. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what these weirdos in Congress say. We are going to do the will of God. Now, our same real estate, she is the number one real estate in Liberty Lake. She told me, she said, Pastor, if you start a Christian academy in Liberty Lake, there is no Christian academy in Liberty Lake. She said, you will fill up that fast. We're not just going to throw some sloppy agape. We're going to have uniforms. We're going to have rules and regulations. Spaghetti does not belong on the wall, stays in your bowl. We're going to have a rigorous academic schedule. Some of the people that are standing here are going to be working in that. And right across the street, we're going to have unprecedented revival and put that pedal right on the metal until it slaps and hold it there. And hold it there. And hold it there. Some people just want revival. We're, we're talking about a revival that God takes everything and then rakes back the covering and gives it all back to you. Multiplied, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And you finally learn the divine equation of reciprocity that if you give, you can't outgive God. And God said, just go ahead and try me. Just go ahead and test me. Just go ahead and try me. Just go ahead. They look at God like he's the government. They look at God like he's a waiter. They look at God like he's just Obama that's looking for some other tax. No, 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 no. When you give, God says, I just found a channel. The challenge is that the vessel doesn't get greedy. We have people, we've had people from all over the world walk in this church and tell me, they said, Pastor Mayo, for the size of congregation that you have, that is one of the most beautiful buildings that we've seen in Pentecost. You want to know why we did that? Because the God I serve 
is not worthy of ripped carpet, stained walls, deteriorating bathrooms. Not my God. Not the God that brought me out. Not the God that gifted me. Not the God that empowered me. Not the God that blessed me. Not the God that's given me. Come on, somebody, clap your hands and give God the praise. Come on, Brother Abby, help me out. tight spot, that inner prison was different from the outer prison. That inner prison, man, that's where it gets in between your ears, tries to invade your emotions. If God lets that happen to you, he trusts you. The only reason why God let all that stuff happen to Job is he trusted him. So, I'm at the end of the branch with nowhere to go. Brother Carlos, you doing all right back there? You the babysitter tonight? No, let that boy tell the truth. I love Brother Carlos. Man, I feel something right now. You just keep following your pastor. God's been talking to you. God's been talking to you about big things. God's been talking to people in this church about big things. You know what? You've got a pastor that believes with you. Well, pastor, I, th- I feel like I'm called to preach. Great. Go out and give a Bible study. Well, I want that pulpit. Go out and get your own pulpit. I ain't giving this thing away. Nobody gave it to me. We're in a culture that wants everything just free Pentecost. Well, Go out and do something. Give a Bible study. Get a drug addict off the street. You're in the kind of church that will let you do that. Go do something. Run through City Hall and scream at the top of your lungs. Come to Cornerstone. No, don't. 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 Let's lift our hands and have a final prayer tonight. I'm just, I'm rambling. I should stop right now. God, by the authority of the name of Jesus, open up the windows of heaven. There are some old prayers. I'm telling you, I prayed. I can't get get this off me. There's some old things, old things, old things, old things. God, I'm praying that you address old things in this altar tonight. By the authority of the name of Jesus, let somebody wake up tomorrow and feel like some in their spirit that God has addressed something. God, God has done something. Something has taken place. Something miraculous. Something powerful. Something glorious. Something wonderful. Something wonderful. Something wonderful.